Let me know if this sounds familiar. You come up with a great idea for a side hustle, for a business, for a project, for a book, whatever. It's a great idea. You start testing it a little bit in the marketplace. You do a little research. You know that people want this and buy this. But then before you even get started, you share this idea with your friends, your family or whatever, and they shoot it down and you let them shoot it down. Has that ever happened to you? We'll keep listening because we're going to talk about how to prevent that from happening to your ideas that you have in the future on this episode of Unleash the Awesome. Welcome to Unleash the Awesome with Dave Gambrill. All of us have unique skills, talents, and abilities that aren't being used to their full potential. Our mission is to share the people, tools, apps, and other resources that will help you unleash your awesome on the world. Yo, what's up? It's Dave. Welcome to another episode of Unleash the Awesome. Today, let's talk about why it is so critical that you reach escape velocity with your idea or your side hustle or your business. What the heck is escape velocity? Well, if you are a scientist or you deal with astrophysics, please don't send me messages saying that's not quite right because I know it's not quite right. But generally, the definition of escape velocity is how much effort, energy, speed it takes to get something far enough away from the gravitational pull of a planet. So if you think about rockets as they take off, right? Think about SpaceX or NASA or whatever, and these rockets and they take off and they use a lot of thrust and they use a lot of energy and they use a lot of their fuel just to get away from the Earth's gravitational pull and the atmosphere, right? So they got to get up there, they got to get into space. And then once they're there and they're far enough away, then it doesn't take nearly as much fuel or energy to propel that ship in another direction to get that rocket to move. Because if you ever watch the Dragon capsule dock up with the International Space Station and you watch the little thrusters that they have, they call them Draco thrusters, I think. They do like these little like and like that's all it takes to move that capsule in one direction or the other, right? It doesn't take this huge launch and lift. It doesn't take all of this fuel and all this energy. It just wants us up there in space. It's just a little And so what that has to do with your business or your side hustle is so many people start something and then they just barely get it moving. And then they ask people who are unqualified to give them advice or suggestions about those things, right? I did an episode of this podcast called Don't Let Blind People Proofread Your Vision. You should probably go listen to that one. I also did one called Haters Are Required. You should probably go listen to that one. I'll put the links to them in the show notes for you. But what happens is people just start getting, like they just start lifting off. They just get off the launch pad. They're still, still haven't even cleared the launch pad. And then they start bringing other people in. What do you think about this? What do you think about that? Hey, look at this. Hey, look. They bring in anybody but their target audience, their customer avatar, their niche, whatever. Right? They ask all these people outside of that, what do you think? Hey, come check this out. Hey, I'm going to write a book. Hey, I have this course I'm putting out there. Right? And of course, when you ask people that aren't qualified to give you good advice, they give you bad advice. And they're often well-meaning. They just don't know. So you say, okay, I'm going to do this thing. What do you think about it, right? Think about right now, okay? And I'm not suggesting one way 
another that you go invest in cryptocurrencies. But this is a good example because it's current right now. There's some people that understand cryptocurrencies and the blockchain and what's happening and, and the benefit of things like that and why a cryptocurrency might be better than a fiat currency and all these things, right? So if you're in that space and you understand that, and you're like, hey, I'm thinking about investing in, I don't know, name your cryptocurrency. And then you ask somebody that hasn't, hasn't even looked at it, they haven't even thought about it, they don't even know how fiat currency works, the current you know currency that they're using, and they go, oh, that's dumb, that's risky, you shouldn't do that, right? Well, that person's not really qualified to give you good advice. So you're thinking, I'm going to go invest in Ethereum or Cardano or whatever. Again, this is not investment advice. And, and instead of asking somebody that doesn't know what they're talking about, you should probably go ask somebody that knows what they're talking about. But in that example, you, know, you start lifting off your idea of like, oh, maybe I'm going to put X percent of my investments in a cryptocurrency and let's start doing that. So you start thinking about it. Maybe you go download an app like Coinbase, which is what I use for my stuff. And I'll put a referral link in the comments for you if you want to go check it out. And you just start clearing the tower with your cryptocurrency rocket. And they start asking all these people that don't know anything about it about it. And they go, oh, that's a dumb idea. And then your rocket basically just crashes back down to earth because it never reaches escape velocity. That idea for you never gets off the ground. And so you can use that for anything, right? If you come from a family that is all uh, lifetime employees, right? They, there's no entrepreneurs. No one has started a business. And they, you know, worked for one company for 40 years or whatever. And you say, hey, I'm thinking about starting a business. And you get your business going and, and you're just in its infancy stages and you start asking people about that or, or asking for advice. Those people will probably say, do you really want to do that? That's so risky. Oh, my gosh. Why don't you just get a job like everyone else? Right. And again, they mean well because they don't want to see you get hurt. But your idea hasn't even cleared, hasn't even taken off from the launch pad yet. Right. Let alone reached escape velocity. So my encouragement to you with a lot of these things would be, you know, you've heard Jim Rohn famously say you become the average of the five people you spend the most time with, right? And that doesn't mean you have to spend time with them personally. It doesn't necessarily have to be your friend group. But if you're going to launch a side hustle, if you're going to launch a business, if you're going to do Airbnb investing, if you're going to do cryptocurrency investing, if you're going to do anything, then go get yourself around a group of people that are doing those things and that have results in the marketplace or maybe they're reporter experts. They're showing how other people are doing it in the space. Get around those people and spend a disproportionate amount of time with them and say, hey, okay, I went and I bought my first Airbnb property and I'm going to renovate it and I'm going to do this and I think I'm going to furnish it like that. And ask that community. If you're thinking about launching a side hustle and building your email list and getting your stuff online, come check out my digital marketing and mentorship Facebook group or Telegram channel. Again, the links will be in the show notes for you. In there, we talk about that stuff. Most, quote, normal people don't understand about building an email list or how to put your message out on social media or how to monetize your message or whatever. They don't get it. And so as your rocket's trying to take off and reach escape velocity, it'll never get there. But if you surround yourself with people that are qualified, people that are getting results in the marketplace, people that are reporter experts or research experts and are doing it, and you spend a lot of time with them, then your idea, your concept, your side hustle, your business has a great chance of reaching escape velocity. Okay, so you get it off the pad, you get it up away from the gravitational pull, and now it's up there. Now you're starting to get results. Now you have people on your email list. Now you have people booking their vacations for your Airbnb. Now your cryptocurrency is starting to take off. Whatever it is you're doing, 
once you reach escape velocity, once you're out there, once you're away from that gravitational pull, that strong gravitational pull that will bring you back down to earth, then maybe you can start asking people outside of that or sharing it with people. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? You know, I think about famously Sarah Blakely from Spanx, right? Go look her up. There's a great episode that she did. I think it was the first episode of the podcast, How I Built This with Guy Raz was with Sarah Blakely. And I remember listening to it. And in there, she was, uh, at the time, she was a fax machine, a copier and fax machine salesperson. (laughs) And she was trying to solve her own problem by creating Spanx. But nobody really knew what that was. Nobody really understood the concept. The people in the textile industry didn't even really know what she was talking about because she tried to get a lot of people to help her. And they're like, what? Maybe it was the way she was communicating it or whatever, but she had to go through a bunch of trial and error to do that. But one of the things I remember her saying in that interview and in some other interviews was she kept her idea really close to the vest. Like she didn't share it with people unless they had to absolutely know basically for this idea of escape velocity because they would have been like, girl, what are you talking about? That's dumb. Don't do that. Right. So she knew that her idea was in this delicate phase and that she needed to essentially reach escape velocity. Right. Not her words, but mine. And so even when she was trying to write the patent for it, she wrote most of the patent herself. She went and did the research and then she brought in a lawyer to kind of look it over and just make sure it was locked on. But she didn't bring in like a whole legal team. She didn't bring in a bunch of other people in the textile industry. She basically had one guy that she worked with. And the only reason he said yes was because he had daughters and he ran the idea for Spanx by them. And they're like, oh my gosh, that's such a good idea. So he ended up saying yes. So even then that was kind of lucky, but she asked a bunch of other textile manufacturers and they're like, no, that's the dumbest idea ever. So even in just a handful of people that she brought her now multi-billion dollar idea to, they could have derailed her. They could have kept her from reaching escape velocity. But because she was fixed on making this happen, right? She understood what she was trying to do. She understood the power of her idea. And because she protected it and she didn't share it with that many people, she was allowed to reach, I guess, and I use the word allowed, but her idea reached escape velocity because she didn't have the naysayers. She didn't have the haters. She didn't have all these people. So think about that as you're launching your thing. Who are you going to share that idea with? Find a community of people that are part of your niche or that are doing your thing or whatever and test market it there. Do some research on Google, on Amazon, on YouTube. And again, I did an episode on that. I'll put that in the comments for you too, how to do free market research. Start searching some of those things and you'll see whether or not there's already a market for your idea, which is good, by the way. You don't want a totally blue ocean where people are not spending any money to solve whatever problem you're helping solve. So you do want to see that people are spending money in there. see what other potential products or ideas or things or people that you might compete against are out in the marketplace, right? But keep that to yourself. Put that in a Google document or Evernote document or on a Trello board or something like you don't need to share that with everybody. And then get your idea, get it going, get around some people that are good at launching stuff like this Get your thing to escape velocity before you start sharing it with other people. And I guarantee you will have a much greater chance of success than if you start telling it with telling your ideas to everybody and all those people are going to give you, you know, all this quote advice. You shouldn't do that. That's too risky. That's dumb. Don't do that.
right? Because then you have to be even stronger to say like, no, this is a really good idea. Most things, most ideas when they're first born like that, when they're in their infancy, they're very delicate. And a lot of times your psyche is very delicate. Your confidence is delicate. Did an episode called The Confidence Competence Loop, one of the first episodes of the podcast. You can go listen to that, right? It's very delicate. And so you want to make sure you protect this thing and get it to escape velocity before you bring in other people if you really want to be able to take your idea to help you unleash your awesome on the world. See ya. Thanks for listening to Unleash the Awesome. Please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review wherever you listen to your podcasts. And please share us on your favorite social media platforms using hashtag UnleashAwesome.